0: We all love talking about wrestling finishing moves. I mean, for about a decade, we fell into this paradoxical conversation that finishers weren't finishers anymore because they never finished anyone, and that hurts my brain. This all seems to have calmed down now, thank goodness, which means we can discuss the cold, hard facts. So, I am Simon from What Culture. Remember to tell your mum you love her and subscribe. And this is 10 Fascinating Facts About Famous Wrestling Finishers. Number 10, The Undertaker's Last Ride Ruined Your pants Just come and listen to anyone talk about how terrifying it was to take the flipping last ride. It's not a real surprise because the undertaker is about 6 feet 10 so when he hoists you up you're basically in space and he grabs your waistband and throws you back down to earth. It is a crazy crazy move. There was more to fear with this though in particular when it came to your bowels. For you see the impact was so severe Kurt Angle revealed on his podcast that the one piece of advice before taking this manoeuvre he would give to anybody was to go to the toilet. Otherwise when you did smash into the floor anything could come out of the wrong end. I assume this must have happened at one point too, otherwise why would that have become the comparison? And I would advise you don't go and research this That would make you very, very weird. Number nine, Brian Danielson loves MMA. Not a huge shock this one, as Brian Danielson has a history of taking MMA stuff and adapting it for his pro wrestling arsenal. It does go further than that, though. In 2011, the then-Daniel Bryan used the UFC's Diego Sanchez's Yes Chart to turn that into a sports entertainment success, and he also tweaked his character in order to make that work. It's almost like he really understands wrestling. Fast forward a decade, and the man is now in AEW, and he's doing it all again. I mean, just watch any match you see him applying submissions like he's a machine, and then usually flexing when he's done. He's the most likeable bad guy you could ever hope to see. When he uses the lapel lock or the triangle to get the win and does show off his biceps however, this is from Mixed Martial Arts 2. Nate Diaz made that famous when he did the same thing after defeating Kurt Pellegrino. So would you look at that, it all ties in. Number 8. The Truth Behind the Burning Hammer Kenta Kabashi's Burning Hammer is one of the most famous finishing moves there is. No Nobody ever kicked out of it, and even better, he only used it seven times. It's almost as if he knew how devastating it was so he'd pull it out when he felt there was no other option. That is cool. It's also a great way to underline what wrestling is. The smartest individuals in the game have always said a good match should get both wrestlers over, and if Kenta had to resort to this to beat you, well, that's the job done. You pushed him to his limit. Thankfully, it eased up over the years, the version Kabashi used in 1998 on mitsuhara Misawa almost broke his neck, whereas the 2000 three iteration mostly avoided the head altogether, but that's just smart. This made no difference to how people reacted to it though, as Kenta had gone out of his way to ensure the mythology remained regardless. It was awesome. It is genuinely one of the most effective moves of all time, and it was built as such through a lack of use. I think we could use one of these today. Number seven, Drew McIntyre's Claymore kick was invented by accident. Wrestling is hard. Don't run somebody down because they accidentally flubbed up. It happens to us all. Sometimes it also results in utter glory, as was the case with Drew McIntyre's Claymore kick. Happening back in 2013, McIntyre found himself in the ring with Ryback and thought he'd give him a big boot. Unfortunately, his trousers were quite tight on this evening as he was part of 3MB, so when he went to hit this, his standing leg basically fell away, and he smashed into mr feed me more with this running one leg flying thing everybody seemed to realize this looked awesome though intentional or not so it became his new finish i mean how fun is that it's also a lesson to always jump on opportunities when they present themselves no matter how nuts the building process was number six Shawn michaels didn't make the call to use sweet chip music as his finish yep he was all in on the teardrop suplex. It's even weirder as this was after he had super kicked Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window and you would assume that was such an iconic moment that using this boot to the face was the way to go. The heartbreak kid disagreed. Mostly down to the fact Sean wasn't the biggest guy and wanted to stay over with Vince McMahon. He thought a big old throw would make him look more powerful in the land of the Giants. It was clear the fans weren't buying into it however as this was always met by apathy when none other than Pat Patterson had a word. He straight up told Michaels that he was not a power guy, so shouldn't be worried about that, and a big kick to the chin would help him as he rose up the card. As ever, Patterson was right, and seriously, there are countless of these stories... That was the man. Number five, Stan Hansen's crazy lariat. Stan Hansen was terrifying. Just go and watch any of his matches and you will think wrestling has changed its mind and now gone legit. It is so brutal, I'm amazed people could walk away afterwards. Super physical till the end, his 1993 classic against Kenta Kabashi proves all this and then some, but it was his lariat finisher that made the headlines. So effective JBL would borrow it years later as the clothesline from hell, there was a big difference here. Whereas Bradshaw would hit people as hard as he could because it got a reaction. Hansen was doing it because he was so nearsighted he was almost diagnosed as medically blind therefore he didn't want to risk not connecting with the move as best he could meaning he would just throw every ounce of himself into it and my word The results were pain-personified. Ugly would be the right term, and it was all because Stan couldn't really see. I don't think this would fly today. Number four, the young bucks believed in the Melter driver. I love Matt and Nick Jackson. When the world was just calling them spot monkeys as they flew around the ring, they went out and came up with a move so ridiculous and over the top that these people likely exploded. That is wonderful. The results were also insane because they decided a pile driver while somebody somersaulted onto the victim's legs would work wonders. And honestly... I have never watched it and gone, meh. It always looks like it's killed someone, even though really it is just a slight variation of the maneuver. That's why it's so clever. The Bucks do still need to be spot on with their timing, which is where the skill comes in. During night two of the 2014 PWG Bowler, they nailed this so well, Ricochet, who was at ringside, shouted out, holy sh. Fans went nuts naturally, and just to ensure it had the desired reaction to the folk who were going to hate it regardless, they called it the Meltzer Driver. They are my heroes. Number three, the devastation of the leg drop. It seems silly to say this in 2022, given how crazy finishes have got, but the leg drop will legitimately screw you up if you use it throughout your career over and over again. Go and Google the amount of surgeries Hulk Hogan has had to undergo due to landing on his back for 20 years plus because it does not make for nice reading. And sure, part of that will be the schedule that Hogan had to keep, but it's not like he was a bumping machine. He was actually quite reserved with those whenever he could help it, but there was no getting away from the people wanted. If he didn't drop the leg drop were doomed they would have gone home disappointed. Even Randy Orton came out recently and said something similar about the RKO and that landing in that way over and over is no good for him. It's why the sleeper should be everybody's go to. You just hug somebody's face, and then we can go back for dinner. Number two, the Pepsi Plunge. Surely CM Punk now holds the record for the longest gap in executing a finishing move. You can argue the exact dates, but it seems like it was 2005 where he last did it, and then we didn't see it again until 2022 on AEW Dynamite, when he busted it out against MJF. So that would be 17 years. If you are wondering too, the reason he never used it in WWE was because one, it was no good for Punk's knees, but also two, it was essentially a better version of the pedigree and can you imagine that conversation hey triple h i need to run something by you was never going to happen. Number one, the gruesome origins of the Van Terminator. Straight from Fightful's Making a Finisher series, Rob Van Dam opened up about how the Van Terminator came together and of course, it is truly nuts. And if you don't know, the move sees RVD place a chair across his opponent's face as they slump down by the turnbuckles before Van Dam jumps on the opposite side of the ring and boots them right into their skull. That is always going to hurt and obviously looks amazing. RVD knew this too and would promote it all the time even before anybody else had seen it. It wasn't until Heatwave 2000 against Scott Anton when it debuted on TV and poor Scotty knew how dangerous this could be when they had trialed it a few weeks prior with no cameras he broke his nose. It must have been terrifying when it got pitched to him again because the room for error is so huge but given that it followed RVD all the way through his career I'm gonna say he must have done something right Do you love anime gaming, movies and discovering how your favourite pop culture affects everything you do? Absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.